Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Young Villains Podcast. I think this is Series 2, Episode 7, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it's just me and Jude today. Um, we're just going to have a little chat. Obviously, we never did a podcast last week because we were all a bit busy. We're just going to have a bit of a chat about Villa in recent weeks. Obviously, we uh, we beat Leicester away. We lost 3-0 to Leeds. Um, the less said about that, the better. Uh, going forward, what we need to do to improve off the back of that dreadful away, uh, at-home loss against Leeds United. Um, and obviously, we've got Southampton on Sunday. So, we're going to have a bit of a chat about that as well. Jude? Speak to me. Just how, how are you? How are you? Obviously, it, it's been it's been a couple of weeks since you've been back out of hospital. So, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Um, definitely more been more relaxed, been more positive at home. Obviously, last time we did one of these, I was in uh, hospital. Um, and yeah, just definitely good. Great to be back at home. Um, great to be doing stuff like this. Um, and just getting back to some normality. I've still got a long rehabilitation process ahead of me. Don't get me wrong, but it's just given me this time to sort of reset and get back to talking about football, writing about football and, yeah, just doing what I love. Yeah, decent, decent. Well, should we just speak about the, uh, should we speak about the football then? Obviously, we've, we're going to touch up on two different games, um, two very different games where the scorelines are um, involved and then we'll discuss what we need to do going forward. Um, I just want to ask you one question though. Obviously, we're five games in now. Who has been our best player for you? Who do you think has been our best player? Uh, best player, I would probably say. Uh, put me on the spot here, Harry. Um, <laughs> Martinez. Yes, fair enough. Yeah, Just because say, of the clean sheet ratio. Uh, yeah. Bar the Leicester, bar the Leicester, the you know the clean sheet and credit. A lot of the credit goes to defence. Um, yeah. But I just think Martinez has been outstanding. Yeah, for me, it's between Martinez and Mike Cash. I think Cash was great against um, against Leeds, even though he did lose three 0 I think he was just it was just a good um, good player to have in the team. And I think you know going forward, he could. It's it's a tough one, isn't it? Because obviously we got Gilbert, and I feel a bit harsh on Gilbert because he did, he did really really silly, he did nothing wrong last last season. Um, to be replaced by Matty Cash, but at the end of the day, he's cut, Matty Cash has come in and played better than Gilbert. So, yeah, I, f- I feel a bit sorry for him, but then I feel as if Cash deserves it more than Gilbert. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's speak about the Leicester game then quickly. Obviously, it was a bit of a boring game, to be fair. We lost, uh, no, we uh, won, sorry, 1 0, last minute winner. Bit of a boring game, weren't it, realistically? Um, what were your thoughts on that game then? I thought Villa did. Excellent, you know, they were patient. I thought the first half, it was very cagey, wasn't it, I think? Yeah. Um, it was very, you know, both sides were cantling each other out. Um, Casten- Castagna? Castagna? Yeah. Yeah, Castagna yeah. was getting on Grealish's nerves, weren't he? Um, but then the second half, Villa were by far the better team. There was load, we had loads of chances in the second half. Uh, we just couldn't get that final ball. Adi Watkins missed a few. Grealish would hold on to the ball for longer than he, sh- he should have done in some cases um, but like I say we're patient and it was a game that needed the moment of brilliance he brought us the moment of brilliance Ross Barkley a wonder strike and yeah. he scored two and two um, well in that on that day you know it was two and two and yeah, um, yeah. two and two starts um, but yeah Barkley look um, he, he was it was a bit quiet that game but he come up with a wonder strike didn't he 
Yeah, well, what, are you, what are your thoughts on Barkley overall? Because obviously we signed him well, a few days before the, uh, the transfer deadline day, uh, day happened. And obviously he's played three games, one of them being against Liverpool, where we were obviously won 7-2. Mm. The other one being against Leicester and then obviously the other one being against Leeds uh, last week. What, are you, what have your thoughts been on Ross Barkley? Um, I thought I think he's been brilliant so far. I think um, the two games uh, you just mentioned, Liverpool and Leicester, where we got the win, um, I thought he was brilliant. I think, especially against Liverpool, he showed his, his real quality on how he can take the pressure off Jack Grealish, which is what we wanted um, for you know the majority of the summer window, uh, which is great. Yeah. Um, against Leicester, uh, he was coming deep. Uh, when he to try and receive yeah. the ball, but that was just because of the pattern of the game, in my opinion. Um, yeah. But he came up with a wonder strike and scoring goals. If you you can't argue when a player scores goals in it, um, it sort of cancels out. Uh, he didn't have yeah. a bad performance because you know it was a very uh, scruffy game. Is that a good way to put it? I don't know. Um, scrappy, yeah, very yeah, scrappy, scruffy. scruffy. I don't know where I got that word from. Um, <laughs> <laughs> scrappy. Um, it was a very scrappy game, but he come up with a. Great strike. Uh, against Leeds, look, it weren't his night, but it weren't any of our players' night. Uh, again, he was coming a lot deep to receive the ball, but a lot of players were coming deep. Um, there was times where you saw glimpses of him a little bit, but I just thought he was quiet against Leeds, but any of our players. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I thought none of our players were at it against Leeds. Only, the, only Cash, really. I think Cash was our best player against Leeds. Um, specifically in the first half, I remember there was a, a, a short spree, twenty-minute spree, when he was winning every single ball on that right-hand side. But yeah, it's a bad day at the office. Leeds. Uh, obviously, we'll move on to that now. Leeds, bad, very, very bad day at the office, and one that we want to forget quickly going into this Southampton game. Obviously, we had a great start, four games um, played, four games won. Going to the Leeds game, um, I think we were overconfident. I remember a couple of couple of years ago when we were in the Championship, the season we lost yeah. a playoff final. Um, I remember we obviously we beat Wolves 4 1 um, at home, and then we, we had another game midweek, and I think uh, we lost 3 1 to QPR. And it was like going for a beat in top of the league, Wolves, who would then next season go on to get European football uh, 4 1 to lose into a bang average championship side in QPR. And I think that's sort of what happened against Leeds. You know, we'd gone from beating the champions of the world 7-2 and last season's uh, another team in last season's top six in Leicester 1-0 um, to losing to a team that have just been promoted which fair play to Leeds you know I've, I've received a, a bit of abuse from Leeds fans in my comment section on my previous video but yeah fair play it's to Leeds I've already deserved to beat us <laughs> yeah Jesus I think Christ. just listening to what you're saying there about um, the you know the Wolves game two years ago in the championship yeah. under Bruce um I think, in my opinion, you can't really compare it to that. I think this team. No, no, no. I'll just use that as an example. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I understand you. You yeah. saying, but I, I just think there's a lot different to this team. I think it wasn't yeah. one off. I thought the first half we got what we expected. I think you know we wanted goals in the first half. We sort of got what we expected. It was very much end to ends. Both defense, both back lines were on top form in the first half, and then second half. I was in the mindset, I don't know what you were thinking, but Leeds only had plan A, right? And that yeah. was to attack, attack, attack. So I thought, in my opinion, that would go in Villa's favour where we would go on the counter. Unfortunately, it didn't do that, did it? Um, it sort of went the other way. And, you know, Leeds were excellent. I thought you touch on uh, Matty Cash being a 
great. Yeah, first half, I thought he was brilliant. But second half, I thought, uh, what's his name? Harrison, torn him apart yeah. down, down the wing, down the yeah, left-hand so. side. Um, but look, it's in my opinion, it's a one-off game. Leeds were by far the superior side, like you energetic. said. Energetic, very, very, very energetic as well. I don't know where they get the energy from. No, he's Marcelo Bielsa, and you look at some new, there's some new players in that side, and when you go come into a Marcelo Bielsa team, it's actually yeah. a bit of a while to adjust to a training session. So fair play to the new players because they've come up to speed fairly quickly. Um, but going back to Villa, I think the problem for me was there was no plan B. And this is where Dean Smith and Co need to, this week in training, uh, need to address that. Because in my opinion, what's your thoughts on this? The likes of your Craig Shakespeare's, your likes of your John Terry's need to come in at what, nearly 60, 65 minutes and say, come on, Dino, make a sub. You need, although he did yeah. on Traore, but we had Connor on the bench, you know, and it, it, it just, there was no plan B. And that's why Leeds went on to score. When, 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 when we went 1-0 down, the tone of the game changed, our heads dropped. And that was the first yeah. time that we'd experienced that. Yeah, uh, speak, uh, speak about Patrick, or shall I say, Hattrick Bamford. Um, he, he was just unreal. Everything he touched, especially in that second half, everything he touched turned to gold. Um, speaking, of, speaking of Bamford, though, Ben's tweet. Ben's tweet. Why, why did he say that in the first I half? I haven't seen I don't tweet, know can you? Oh, um, mate. I um Bamford missed a I remember Bamford missed a sitter in the first half, or it might be early second half, early stage of second half, I can't remember. But um he put someone on about Bamford and then he went on to score for, <laughs> he went See, to score a see I can't really talk or comment about that because uh, I did a match a written match preview and uh, I put the one to watch well for us I put the one to watch Barkley and for them I put Bamford. Oh, so, right, fair enough. Um people saying I was jinxing that, so yeah. Fair <laughs> but no no but <laughs> Uh, yeah, like he was getting like. Oh, I remember a couple of days after as well. Someone said um, that there was someone on Twitter, and it was like, "Who's the worst UK YouTuber?" And I tagged Ben as a joke. And then someone said, uh, "Someone said uh, someone like I agree with you because of that Bamford comment." Like, it's just funny. Um, but yeah, Bamford was just unreal. I think that the, the whole league team was unreal, and I, I expect them to go and do quite well this season. Uh, based on that performance and based on, you know, they, they went and scored three goals away at Liverpool. Obviously, we scored seven against Liverpool, but um, I think we can all say that was a bit of a fluke. Um, but yeah, they, they also got a point at home to City as well against Guardiola's side. That was a good, that was a good point as well. You've just got to look at them and think they will go and do well this season. I, I, um, in my Premier League predictions, I put them to go down. That ain't happening. That is not happening, unfortunately. I know. Yeah. I question that when uh, I saw your Premier League predictions, Harry, but I, I just think, look, I've, I've touched on it once. I'm, I'm really intrigued on how we come bounce back because yeah, um, there needs to be uh, other options there. I think... Yeah, no. And the only reason I put Leeds to go down in my Premier League predictions was because uh, everyone was hyping up. If you, if you remember before the season, everyone was like, oh, they're going to get top six. They're going to... Oh, I just thought they're, they're not going to do that. They're going to just flop and go down. But I don't think that'll happen. To be fair, no, they lived up to that major hype, didn't they? Yeah, well, so far, yeah, one hundred percent, especially 100%. against us. But um, Southampton's our next game, isn't it? And I'm just yeah. really intrigued on how we bounce back because I'm hoping that you know, if things aren't going our way, then there is a plan B in place. 
I don't. People are saying uh, I was speaking to Liam post match, and he said, oh, "I think yeah. we'll be fine. I, I think we'll, you know, bounce back." And I think it'll be that easy. You know, yes, uh, this was before they beat Everton. Uh, Liam was saying this, but I'm hearing Theo Wilcott's back. There's a lot of pace in that side. Oh no. Um, uh, yeah, Theo Wilcott is back. Uh, your face says it all, doesn't it? Um, so yeah, what are your thoughts on Southampton going into Southampton? Um. I don't know, Southampton, they're, they're a bit like, they're a bit like Brentford, aren't they? You know, that sometimes they'll be like really good. Like in one, one game, like I remember last season, they beat Chelsea um, away and then the next game they lost. I can't, I can't remember who it was too, but um, yeah, they're, they're a bit hit and miss, you know. Sometimes they can win, so another week they can lose to a worse team. Like, you you, know, you don't know what to expect with sides like this. And I think their main player is Danny Ings. We've got to keep Danny Ings quiet in that game because if we don't he, he's going to do what Bamford did. And their forward line is, is, is we've got to well, stop yeah, because... true, true. They've got that, uh, I don't know how to say his name, is it Gineppo? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Gineppo draws know. apart last season. Uh, yeah. Especially um, at the Southampton. Yeah, I think overall, I've said, I've said this in my preview that I've just rendered, um, it'll be up, if, if any of you guys want, want to know, it'll be up uh, within the next couple of days, but probably tomorrow. Um, but yeah, I said in my preview that, um, oh, I'm lost now, I, I, speaking about my preview, he's lost me. Yeah, yeah, score prediction did you say? Was you going to go on to that? Or? No, I, oh, right, okay, I remember that. Right, I said that um, overall, I think, We've both got attacking threats. You know, you've got to look at Danny Ings from Southampton, um, and then you can compare it to Watkins from Villa, Greenish from us, uh, Ward Prowse, etc. You know, that we, we both got uh, our decent um, sources of attacking threat. Uh, mm. But overall, I think Villa have the better defence. And although we did lose last week three 0 I think we have, overall we've got the better defence. Um, and I said we win one 0 So yeah, I said bed in the record and goal as well. So, yeah. I hope not because he's in my fantasy team. But anyway, <laughs> um, saying that though, actually thinking of my fantasy team, McCarthy is my goalkeeper. Uh, but Nerak is my defender, so I might have to do some a little bit of switching. Yeah, uh, play but, your wild card, I would. <laughs> yeah, um, you mentioned uh, Watkins uh, there briefly. I just think I, I hope he gets back to uh, uh, scoring scoring goals. I think. He'd be wanting to get back on the score sheet, and, yeah. and I think I just don't um, want him to flop. I just don't want him to flop. Honestly, no, I, 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 he strikes me as a player that I reckon this week he would have been, he would have been assessing what he'd done wrong, yeah, uh, what he can do to get the better of Southampton's back yeah. back line. And I was watching. Um, there's been a lot of since our seven-two win against Liverpool. There's been a lot of media hype and YouTube videos on Villa's tactical analysis. I can't remember which YouTube channel it was, but I was watching one of them and they were talking about Villa's tactics and uh, they looked at our next few games. Uh, and when they mentioned Southampton, they mentioned that they also play a high line. So, if I remember what happened last time we played a high line? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we played a team with a high line, I should say, rather. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think I think we do have the better defence and if, if Southampton do go on to play a high line and we sort of adapt to that, then I, th- I think I think we can get the better of it. But I don't think it will be as easy as just bouncing back and getting back to winning ways. Yeah, um, I think it, a lot of this game will depend a lot on how Tyro Mings plays as well, because I think Mings was terrible against Leeds. Um, but I think if he 
he, he, he bounces back and uh, assesses what he did wrong against Leeds and does better does better against Southampton. Um, the game will pan out depending on his performance, if that makes sense. Um, we'll have to wait and see, though. The thing is, though, that, look, it's specifically in the Championship, but even in the Premier League, you know, Dean Smith goes on these spells where he'll he'll win a few games and then he'll go on a massive blip and lose a few games. He has these spells of like doing well and then doing not so well. He did it last season, you know. I remember we we, we beat like uh, Norwich five one and then we went and beat Brighton and then we went and lost mm. to like City and Liverpool and then we went on the downfall from there. I think I, I just hope and pray that. Um, this it, this season it changes. I don't want to go on a downfall from here. I want to keep it the same as what it was before um, the Leeds game. And even if we even if we get a few draws within this, within the next couple of games, you know, we've got Arsenal after Southampton. Even if we draw that, I'd be happy. Yeah, I think one thing that really uh, strikes me about Dean Smith and what and is what is improved on this season. Yeah. Is it, and he, I think he alluded to it in an interview he did pre-season. Um, his man management skills, I think, have improved tenfold. And I think that's down to the coaching staff around him, but also him as a character. Um, so I reckon he'll be setting, he would have been setting things straight. I, I think last season, uh, you saw, I don't know if you saw his post-match interview, but last season he was very much... Uh, what should we call him? A, a typical manager, weren't he? Playing, uh, he's keeping his cards close to his chest, weren't he? Um, when he was doing five match yeah. interviews, especially after defeats. But against, uh, uh, with it being our first loss of the season, his his management, his his way he came out in an interview was perfect, and it's exactly what I thought. I think exactly what most fans wanted to hear, really. So, I think Dino and Co would have learned. Um, also. Look, we are top four with a game in yeah. hand, 12 points. It's against Man City, Lord, but we, we don't mind. <laughs> yeah, anyway, but at the end of the day, if you give me this at the start of the season, I'd took yeah. it, and I'm sure well, every yeah. other Villa fan would took it. 100%. Even, even if it meant we'd lose to Leeds and we'd, uh, I'd get bombarded with abuse in my comment section, I'll take it. Yeah. No, I, I did as well. At the end you're of, not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> At the I end of the day, we're still, we're still we're still above Leeds, so I, I don't care. But... Yeah, I did a live reaction, and uh, it got yeah. yeah a lot of most of them were uh, Leeds fans. But yeah, is there anything else you'd want to add, Harry? Um, or do you think we've covered it all there? Um, I think we've covered it all pretty much. Or I'm just saying, um, what what what's your score prediction then for the Southampton game? Oh, um, two one Villa. Two one. I've already said one 0 I've said Bednar echoing goal. Who do you think will score the goal for Villa? Watkins and Mings. Fair, fair enough. Right, I think we've uh, we've hit the nail on the head there. Um, been a decent recording. Um, and yeah, um, thanks for listening or watching, whatever you're doing, whether you're watching on YouTube, listening to uh, to it on Spotify. Um, and yeah, Jude, would you like to outro? Um, just say whatever you want to say. Yeah, I'd just like to uh, say anyone that's watching, uh, I've uh, I've got you know for some reason I seem to get loads of kits you know recently, so I've uh, yeah. I've, had, like I've had this kit as gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got this yeah. given as a gift. Um, a lot. Of, I've got a bunch of kits from the like the nineties era. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm loving this one. Mark reminds me of uh, Mark Bosnich. Um, so comment comment in the uh, comment uh, 
comment down below what you uh, think of the shirt and what your memories are of this shirt. Um, we haven't got Ben to do a fact of the day, so that's our that's that's my uh, challenge oh, to you no. guys in the comments. Uh, so, what are your favourite memories? <laughs> what are your favourite memories of this kit? Um, and yeah, I'm going to stop waffling on for now. Uh, it's been great to be back talking about the villa. Till next time, goodbye and up the villa. Yeah, I. I uh... I had a good joke, but I forgot I forgot what it was. So I'll tell you it next week if I remember. Can't yeah, have been that good if you forgot it, Harry. Up the villa. <laughs> <laughs>